Hi, I'm Derek Arcurni. Welcome to Shamanic Innovations. Hi, welcome back to Shamanic Innovations. I'm your host, Derek. And uh, let's see, today is Thursday, June 27th. It's right around 5.23 p.m. It's a bit of a scorcher here in St. Petersburg for anyone who uh, gets the chance to, you know, check their weather and all that. It's probably uh, pretty hot. It's going to be a hot summer. And, um, yeah, I kind of wanted to discuss a little bit of something with that uh, hotness here. And it's in how we see ourselves, particularly our body image. Um, you know, as we start to change, as we start to, you know, age and grow or shrink, gain, lose, all that, you know, and also change internally, uh, become new people, you know, that external change, or at least that external is able to be seen with these changes. Um, and it's difficult because, at least for me, it's something that uh, I can say really two things about it. One, I never really planned to change. Like I never actually set out, you know, went out and said, hey, I'm going to, you know, go drop a bunch of weight. Um, maybe that is, you know, me kind of not letting the devil know my plans in a sense. Um, you know, myself personally, but you know, it was like, all right, kind of an unexpected, unplanned, you know, wasn't really a, hey, I'm going to go do this or that. Um, I'm sure there's been some, you know, and as I say that, yeah, you know, there's been some chances when I'm like, hey, you know, I think I'm going to, you know, try this meal or try that out or, you know, small changes, but nothing like big and drastic. Um, even the times where I have tried to think big and drastic, it really did not, you know, one time in particular, I remember I went out and bought a whole boxing set, like, you know, the gloves and I got some shoes to box in and you know I got the tape and all that I got this whole big boxing setup for the house you know with the heavy bag and all that and I was gonna box um, you know and it's, it's a common thing I had some frustration in my life with um, everything <laughs> you know what's new so I was gonna box at that time and I went and got all this boxing stuff and I'm ready to box and I got ready to box and I'm like, oh, I don't feel like boxing. Uh, you know, I didn't even join a little thing. I was like, oh, I'm joining this in Tampa. I'm gonna go box in Tampa. They're gonna train me how to box. And I took like two lessons and I was done. You know, and it really wasn't like, oh, I'm learning a lot in lessons. Um, you know, I mean, you learn how to throw a punch correctly. Great, that's pretty much what I wanted. and. I'm someone, you know, I do a lot of low speed, slow speed type of stuff. Qigong in particular comes to mind. There is a punch involved in Qigong, but it's not like a really hardcore, heavy bag punch, you know. Um, but my thought at the time was, hey, I will learn to punch with a boxing ring, you know, learn how to throw that, you know, jab correctly. And then this way, when I do go, into doing a martial art into a slower thing. I know how to throw these correctly. Um, and yeah, as I said, that lasted two lessons. Uh, and I was right back on the couch doing nothing. And, you know, a lot of 
if I was to share with you my secrets, my diet, my exercise plan, it's been a lot of me on the couch doing nothing. Um, yeah. So what's the secret? You know, why am I losing all this? Um, you know, what's going on here with me? What's, you know, something that we can, you know, address and actually move forward with this. Um, I think a lot of it has been stress just throughout my lifetime, you know, but especially within the last few years, I think a lot of it has been the stresses and the changes that my life have gone through. Um, you know, that's one particular thing. Um, but also, you know, there are some positive changes, you know, as I look at my life now, it's more water, less beer. It's about as simple as I can put it. More water, less wine, more water, less uh, whiskey. Whiskey was my water for more water, less tea, actually more water, less sweet tea, less Coke, less, you know, energy drinks. Um, you know, more water, more water, you know, it has been some movement, you know, yeah, maybe I am just kind of on the couch for the day, but you know, I get up, move around a little bit in the morning. Um, there have been some changes in diet, you know, yeah, some good, some bad. Um, I can say a good change, obviously the water and, you know, maybe some of the healthier options for eating, but it, at the same time, am I eating, you know, the full amount of meals per day or am I just kind of starving myself until five thirty, six o'clock, maybe picking up a little bit of nubble here and there, having one meal and then, you know, oh, it's too hot, have maybe half of that and go to sleep, you know, or am I having like one big meal in the morning and then nothing for the rest of the day and go to sleep, you know, um, you know, and is, are these things that have kind of affected me here over time? Are these, you know, patterns that have been picked up over time? Um, yeah, it, it's a lot of that that really has to be think, thought about. You know, yeah, I put down the alcohol, but, you know, are there other things that are doing that are contributing to this? You know, the factors of stress, other things that are taking me from food, whatever. Um, and, you know, it's an important thing here. So what I'm going to actually do now um, I'm going to actually pause this part of the conversation here and I'm going to play for you guys a little like, I'll say joint podcast thing that I did. This was a couple days back. I recorded this with, uh, Madeline and, uh, you know, she's here, she's visiting. So we decided to record, you know, a couple bits here. This is one of them. Uh, this is on body and body image and it's really interesting just some of the stuff this talked about, um, you know, just what, you know, we both got into with this here. So I'm going to play that for you and we'll be back in a bit. Hello, welcome back to Shamanic Innovations podcast. I'm your host, Derek. And today I'm actually joined by Madeline again. Say hi. Hi. Um, it is 6.37 p.m. on Monday, June 24th, and we're going to actually have a little discussion here on body image. Um, this is a topic, her and I were actually just sitting here kind of talking to ourselves, and we thought that this would be something that would be great to share with everyone, because it's something that I think we've all, in some respects, have gone through a lot of these things. Um, just one real quick thing, you know, just to kind of cut you up here. Uh, we had a moment where we were sitting just at home and I had a belt that I'd been wearing.
we've noticed that the belt's a bit loose. I've had this belt for 10 years. Um, it, it's reasonably a bit loose. Like, you know, I should go buy a new belt. I've lost uh, a few holes, like six holes, I think we count it, in the belt. Um, <coughs> and there was one point in the discussion where I just said, not even really thinking about it, well, you know, when I first bought this belt, I thought that it would go the other way, meaning that I would actually gain weight and, you know, end up having to replace it with a larger belt than what it is instead of now replacing it with a smaller one. Um, and, and I think that speaks a lot just on the image that a lot of us have here of ourselves. Uh, when we, uh, you know, it, it's difficult for a lot of people. We have this thought where we see ourselves either bigger or smaller and a lot for a lot of us it's bigger than what we are uh, we see a you know much different person and it's basically I think a lot of it has to do with how we are perceived that we need to be based on what we see out in public uh, based on you know media influences you know TV comics or you know, whatever cartoons you know just where we grow up we see these images of people who maybe, you know, look better or that we are perceived to be looking better and we see the status that they have and in some sort of like envious state we have this thought of, wow, we need to have this instead and we look at ourselves instead and, you know, we see ourselves with shame and hurt and instead it's like, okay, well, if I'm going to end up in this way, then let's go all out on total reverse and go back. Um, so yeah, I want to bring Madeline on this, and you know, you you tell me, you know, what do, what do you think about, you know, some of this what I was talking about here? Well, you know, when he w did mention earlier about the belt, how he thought it was going to be larger, um, that really raised a red flag for me, and just how people, <clears throat> um, we just learn these different, these different things of. Um, how we're supposed to be when we see, you know, family, um, and we're always told that, oh, well, this runs in your family, so you pretty much don't have, you know, a shot, you know. Mm -hmm. uh, we all have cancer, I know, on both sides of our family. Uh, I think everyone does, unfortunately, by now, and um, <clears throat> heart disease big time on my side of families. And then there's diabetes and um, mm -hmm. obesity, so when... Derek said that, I was like, wow, I never would have thought. I would have thought, okay, if I'm getting a belt, I'll, I'll get it to where I have a notch or two above, but I want something way below, because, you know, I need to stay fit and be able to um, manage through what we're managing through now. Mm -hmm. So, um, when you said that, I was like, wow, you know, how many other people think that? And think that they maybe, that they're kind of already given the, um, they're not given a choice. They're just basically told, hey, you know what? You're just going to get bigger as you get older. That's just the way it is. The way your mom, your family was. The way your, you know what I mean? Yeah. And, and, and a lot of it also, as I said, this was 10 years ago I bought this. Um, definitely a different lifestyle. Correct. You know, definitely. And that's another point, is that how we, as we do mature, uh, and we start to see that maybe some of the things we've been hearing little inklings about that maybe some of that is true maybe we should increase you know I know everyone hates to see it hates to say it and they're going to roll their eyes but you know eat as many greens as you can you know and when I don't I feel that mm -hmm. so uh, but I didn't used to eat that are you kidding me I mean I 
the cheese quesadillas we were talking about um, how sometimes, of course, obesity and depression, of course, go hand in hand, where you do, you know, overeat to soothe yourself. And I did that for a long time. I mean, I did. I ate cheese quesadillas and peanut M&Ms. And on cool nights where I thought I was eating healthy, it was Chick-fil-A, you know, with the slaw, and the ice cream with the chocolate, you know, icing or well, you know chocolate syrup because I heard chocolate that, syrup is healthy yeah right and I heard it was iced milk and it wasn't ice cream so it didn't have as much fat in it mm. but all that sugar though mm -hmm. so uh, I apologize I just kind of got off topic no that's actually there. you know but it, it ties into you know well am I destined to always be this way and eat this way and you know pretty much not do anything that's what I did on the weekends I just watch whatever was on the TV and you know just get this big bag of peanut M&M's, man, and just start eating them. I wouldn't eat the whole bag, but, you know. Close enough, yeah. Correct. I, I was always getting the sugar in, so. Yeah. Um, but, but, you know, once things switch for me, too, and uh, my lifestyle, and thinking, hey, you know, why, why am I starting not to have energy and feel well, and sugar isn't really helping a remedy in it anymore, giving me energy, so. Okay. You know, um, but... But it just started me thinking, you know, about body image and how uh, we fall into what, of course, people know as body dysmorphia, how you see yourself, but how you really are, mm -hmm. um, are two different things a lot. And okay. I know uh, I deal with it, you know, so. I think a lot of us do, you know, I think it's a very um, big thing where a lot of us have this, you know, thing we can see ourselves in the mirror. I know I can get up and look at myself in the mirror. But instead of seeing the good, I more likely will see the flaws. You know, and I think that's just yeah. how we've all kind of become. Um, you know, and it is it is especially tough when it's something where you know you've put in work, but you still aren't seeing that sort of result. result. You know, just because of how you physically mm -hmm. view it. So, so, that, so that becomes something that, that sort of, what would you call this, like an unexpected sort of... Yeah, it was like, because when I did start losing a lot of weight, um, it was an unexpected weight loss. I wasn't really on a diet. I was, I didn't, you know, the diet was in changing my whole diet mm -hmm. into eating, cutting out dairy, you know, the stuff we don't want to cut out. Everyone's mm -hmm. going to roll their eyes again, but it's true because I've done it and I've gone back on and off, back on and off, and I still have these issues that happen, but... I am healthier. Yeah. Uh, I'm I'm at my healthiest weight. I do have more energy for the most part, you know. But, you know, it's still a, an ebb and flow because you know I haven't had, had a lot of greens the past couple of days, and I'm starting to feel a little lethargic. Yeah. So I mean, what? So basically, kind of taking from this here, um, <clears throat> you know. I know myself personally. I had that sort of what we call the expected weight gain mm -hmm. in the beginning. Yeah. You know, and then we kind of I kind of had an unexpected weight loss. Instead, for me, it was more a thing of I didn't really go out and set out to lose weight. You know. Correct. Yeah, that belt. That right, belt had his, Yeah, it just started shrinking on itself. Right. You just uh, notice your clothes were like, man, these things are really loose. Yeah, yeah. These, these things are a little looser. Um, and I, I know for myself, 
you know, a lot of it has been, you know, a few of those things you kind of did mention there, the sugar especially, putting a lot of that away. Because um, it, it really becomes an unexpected thing. We don't think of the amount of sugar that we're taking in. We're just gobbling it away. Yeah. You know, oh, and it's hidden in a lot of different things yeah. there. and Yeah, you just kind of gobble it away. So We become addicted to it and we don't mm -hmm. know it. For a lot of, you know time what happens with food is that I think I, I notice at least you know throughout what I'll call family friends all that a lot of the people who I've noticed who've had you know issues you know that I've known and even with my own issues it was coming almost from a sense of lack where it's like well your body sort of thinks your mind thinks also well I'm not going to eat again or I'm not I don't know when I'm going to have another meal I don't know if I'm able to afford this meal. Mm -hmm. So let's eat as much as possible. Yeah, perception of food yeah. and how you perceive it. Yeah. To, uh, yeah, which yeah. In, in mine, mm -hmm. I could never imagine that. I mean, I, I, grew, up with, I grew up with buffets. Background. I grew up with buffets. And yeah. buffets were on, you know, and it wasn't just Golden Corral. It was buffets everywhere. Right. Like, I worked at Golden Corral. there Crowd, were actually a lot Golden of buffets. Crowd, but yeah, I remember where I lived. Yeah. I mean, we, did, we went to one. Morrison's, is that Morrison's, one? yeah. Love Morrison's. But we just did mm -hmm. it once a week. And it was always super special. I mean, it was, we, we, but, you know, I never, ever, never had to worry about my next meal. So, uh, that took the pressure off. And knowing that I would always have mm -hmm. something. Yeah. And I always did. Now, granted, it was, you know, cheese quesadillas for 10, 15 years, really. <laughs> um, thinking about it. You know, the occasional salad or, you know, lima beans, because that's green. But, um, you know, or we all know that I love Zaxby's who know me out there. They do know I'm, and I still eat it, okay? I, that's like my cheap meal or, hey, yeah, we but all have it's our not cheats, something yeah. I, but it's not something I eat every day, you know? And, um, and I understand what it is and that I see it for what it really is. And it is something that really isn't good for me and my body, thank gosh, usually we'll get rid of it and then, you know, it takes, what, three days for our stomach to re, yeah. redo itself. So... You know, you get back on eating right again. It's not those those times actually start to, and then you do get that unexpected weight loss, mm -hmm. as opposed to the expected weight gain of yeah. being going through changes in life, transitions in life, major life changes, grief, whatever. Um, we do tend to, you know, uh, comfort ourselves with food. So then you get the oh well, expected weight gain here it comes. You know, so. When you're like, wait, what is that? I'm going the other way. What's happening? So yeah, it, it is kind of a it what, does what's ties happening. It in with um, that perception of food, too, and changing the perception of it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Because, yeah, yeah it, it is a lot of that. Um, as I said, I grew up with a perception that food was there, and that was how you showed people love, was to feed them. So, of course, here, have some more. Keep having as yeah. much as you want. That brings weight off. Yeah. So, oh, well, you're not, well, okay, well, you just lose weight, you know, so yeah. that brings weight off. Um, and, you know, and these are things that, they'll be hard to, to change and, you know, fix, I don't even say fix, but change yeah. in ourselves, you know. And it is, it is a change in your, it, it is a change there isn't anything to fix. Yeah. Um, but yes, it's, it's just kind of reprogramming our brain, and mm -hmm. it is difficult and, and, you know, we also have that sort of perception of, you know, the people involved in it. You yes. Know I mean, you know, we see 
or at least I see, you know, yeah, I had bigger family members. They were big and jolly and happy mm-hmm. and, of course. you know. Yes, we yeah. And, oh, yeah, you were 240? Oh, yeah. whatever, you're jolly and happy yeah. and fun and, you know. Yeah. I can be 240, you know. Yeah. I'm just going to replace that guy as the 240 member of the family. Right. I'm not 240 right now, by the way. No. But. <clears throat> it's kind of wrong, this whole conversation, because you have lost. Yeah. Unexpected weight loss. Yeah. I, I, but that's really our, actually on you I, changing I, your diet and. A, a lot of that is. Yeah, exercise. And yeah. I mean, you know, there's a lot of what we said, you know. Yeah, there's the bit of, oh, I had life happen during these times, but also changes in diet. Um, changes in lifestyle, you know, cutting out the drinking every night or every other night. Yeah. Oh my God, I can't tell you how much that helped, you know? I'm sorry, I forgot to say, I did actually quit drinking like, what, three, four years ago, because I'm <clears throat> quote unquote allergic to alcohol now, but it's just because my body is like so inflamed, it can't take it yeah. anymore. But I honestly, as everyone knows, who knows me, <clears throat> I wasn't a huge drinker. I would drink wine. I could drink a bottle of wine like anyone else, but, um, <laughs> I, I mean, could drink a bottle of wine but you know, a night like I anyone else. Campus, so. Um, and, 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 it wasn't and, hard. Yeah. And, and, and as I say this, you know, I, I don't really swear off alcohol at all. It's, right. you know, great for, you know, it's times and whatever. Um, not saying that I was going home and doing this every night of the week, but there was that one, you know, Lent, where I decided to do 40 different, you know, what I said, glasses of wine. He turned into bottles. You have to get the full effect. Yeah, you gotta get the... It it was Lent, you know? (laughs) But, uh... So, uh, yeah. I just wanted to, like, you know, kind of touch on all that real quick here. Uh, Shamanic Innovations, we'll be back from this in a moment. Y'all stay tuned. We're on, we're on. All right. Welcome back to Shamanic Innovations. I'm your host, Derek. And um, if you're watching this on YouTube, it means that you're at part three of the third part of the podcast. And I know I haven't been on the YouTube for a while, but I thought this would be something kind of doubly important here that I could, you know, use as kind of a way to spread everything out. Um, what I kind of wanted to get into is how we see ourselves very much, especially our body image. And I wanted to kind of ask a little bit of a question here, early to start. Um, a couple questions, really. When, when's the last time you weighed yourself in public? But two, what did you really think of you were going to be? How did you really think your life was going to turn out? You know, what did you really picture for yourself as far as how would you look as an adult? I'm not asking, you know, hey, are you going to be a doctor or a lawyer? You know, are you like the five-year-old? Like, when I grow up, I'm going to be this. No, I'm asking, how did you think when you were a kid, how did you think your adult self would look? You know, what type of picture did you have for your adult life? Um, you know, did you think you'd be tall, short? Um, 
lighter skin, darker skin, maybe a different color hair naturally, or you just change your hair color all together. Um, you know, do you think maybe you'd have all your limbs still? I know that's a far out question, but things happen. Um, <clears throat> think you'd be the same, you know, gender, you know, or walking around at least trying, you know, playing your same gender, you know, do you see yourself always as somebody else? Let's ask that question. You know, how did you see yourself as an adult? Um, you know, did you see yourself with a beard or with just a goatee or with just a mustache or with a trim beard without, you know, really a full fluffy beard? You know, how, how did you think your hair was going to be? Was it going to be the high top fade? Was it going to be like kind of low and short right on the scalp, you know, shaved and let it grow out, big fro, dreads, long, wavy, curly, straight? What, you know, what did you think? How did you see yourself, you know, when you were imagining yourself as president or, you know, leader of this company or whatever, you know, star athlete, star musician, whatever, when you were had that dream of yourself as a kid, what did you think you would look like? Did you think you'd be skinny? Did you think you'd be fit? Like, brr, wrestler, brr, you know? Did you think you'd be a fat kid? Merlin, did, did, did you think he'd be overweight? Go, all right, you can fess up. You can fess up on this because, yeah. I was that person, you know. I, um, I really thought, you know, and I didn't really have that much of an idea of what weight was as a kid, you know, for an adult. I knew there were some bigger people, and then I knew there were people in my family that just, okay, you just weighed 250. No big deal. Okay, you just weigh 300 pounds. Pfft, no big deal. Okay, you're at four. Maybe we should call somebody. Pfft, whatever. You know, they were just bigger people. Um, and really, you know, hey, some of these people, you know, a lot of the guys did work, you know, construction, you know. My cousin also who was like a basketball coach. Um, you know, so I've like some athletic people also in my family, you know. It's a big family, extended, whatever. You know. Big boys there, you know. I look at my dad's side of the family, you know. My uncle, one uncle's, you know, ex-army. The other one's like, I don't even know how to describe him. He's like a, he does carpentry. He tries to be Jesus or something, you know. But um, you know, they're both fit dudes, you know, especially where they're age. They're fit dudes, you know, pretty big, you know, not like big fat, you know, but they're like big fit, you know. And that's the thing, you can be like big fit, you know, something I'm like, oh, maybe I'll be like big fit, you know, maybe big fat, who knows, either way, or, you know, it's kind of in between, between fat and fit, you know, where it's like, oh, you have the belly, but you also got some muscle. Okay, so great, I'll be like 250, 275, you know, or wrestlers look like that, you know, they look great, you know, I'll be that, I'll be fine, right? And a lot of it was, okay, you know, I'll just be the lazy ass who turns into, you know, because that's what I saw. Because that's what a lot of people see. Um, growing up, I can remember one of the ways that you showed love to people was with food. I mean, it's crazy enough to think of, but yeah, you know, if you love someone, you feed them. <gasps> what a novel concept! It's something Jesus would do. Just give that little side wink to the political. Folks who, anyway, but yeah, you, you feed people because you love them. I get that. And one thing I can say really with that is kind of the reverse is you tend to overfeed people because you love them a lot and you can't really afford to do so. And you have this 
a sense of lack and you have this scary, scarcity and you have this fear about having that lack. Um, you know, one thing I can remember is going to places with buffets. And, you know, yeah, it makes sense. Hey, for, you know, six, seven, eight bucks, ten bucks, whatever it is now, you know, let's go back 20, 25, 30 years. You know, six, seven, eight bucks, you can, you know, all you can eat. Slap it on there. Let's go. If you're feeding, you know, four or five people, that might add, you know, so that you don't have to do the dishes afterwards and the this and the that. And, you know, everybody has their different tastes because they start growing. So I remember, you know, we would... Maybe go have a buffet, you know, a couple nights out of the week. It was nothing, you know? And, like, you know, nobody in our house was over, you know, three. I don't really know what mom's weight was, you know, at her heaviest. But, you know, I remember her having some heavy days. I remember myself having some heavy days, you know, as an adult also. But I, I never really, as a kid or even as a teen, you know, whatever, I, I thought I was like a, you know, regular-sized person. Uh, most of my 20s was spent around, I'll say it, 180, 185, maybe 190. Um, most of my 20s was also spent being a little wild, crazy party kid, you know. Oh, who has time to eat when, you know, you can be out partying? Woo! So, but yeah, you know. And I've always had sort of a, I'll show it off of the camera, folks. It's kind of a gut, you know? I mean, I'm going to call it a gut. Yeah, I know, do some crunches. Yeah. I'm getting to that point. But what I'm going to say with that is, you know, every time I've looked down, is that I always see something there. You know, even when I've done the crunches, and, you know, even now, it's like, that's where we're going with this. Is, you know, even once you get into things, you start to kind of see things. But. I've always kind of seen that, you know. I've always kind of seen, okay, you know, there's a bit of, you know, this, man, okay, you know, some flub here, whatever. Uh, whatever, fine, you know. Everyone else in the family's big. I guess I'm just getting big, too. And it, it, it kind of being out on self and, you know, controlling self. Um, I think I've been buying my own clothes since 16 when I first, you know, got my job there. You're still growing at that age, you know. So you, you probably need someone to go with you and make sure that stuff fits and isn't just something looks good, you know. And I'm, you know, you're getting that mentality of, hey, you want to hide, you want to hide. Um, a big thing for me was to try to hide, you know, a lot of it. So you buy bigger clothes. Um, but, yeah, I got to this point of, you know, in the 30s, where it kind of exploded up. It went up to about 245, almost 250. I'm gonna say 245, and then I'm gonna say that's when I stopped weighing myself in front of people at Publix. <laughs> um, and I'm sure the you know, medical records go a little bit, you know, cause they make you take out your stuff when you go to the doctor, you know, they make you basically strip down versus Publix. It's like, oh yeah, you got all my stuff in the pockets, great, you know, whatever, you know. Have you seen my cell phone? Really? This thing's a brick in itself, okay? It's the size of your head. But, um... Okay, good. Didn't kill the podcast. But, uh, yeah. So, I, I found myself, you know, at that 245. And it, this was actually a few years back. Um, and I can say it was 245 with... 
you know, having some drinks, you know, on the weekends, because that's what you're told that you need to do to kind of, you know, keep yourself loose. Um, you know, out with friends, whatever. It, I did, you know, experiment with other things. Um, they tell you to try different medications, you know, to help your mind, help your body, help sleep. Um, sleep was a big thing for me a few years back, you know. It was a question of, hey, am I going to be able to get up and go to work at, I'll say maybe I have to work at 6 a.m. till midnight. And then back to work at 6 a.m. So I just need to go home and conk out for a few hours. Oh, wait, actually, you know what? This next week, I'm going to be going to work where... me just getting more comfortable with myself and getting more comfortable with, you know, the foods around me. Um, and a lot of, you know, getting more comfortable with myself is, you know, what can I eat? What can I experiment with? What can I explore and have? I've never really been a person to, you know, want to vary that off. You know, it's been kind of that same diet. And now I guess I'm at a point in my life where I want to explore it more and, you know, try different things. Um, so, you know, maybe that's been helpful. Um, I, I mean, there's so many different ideas. And there's always a different idea. Um, there's this thing, I'm sure you millennials call it intermediate fasting. For the rest of us, it's called skipping breakfast. <laughs> the door! And is that good for you? Or is that bad for you? Yeah. Okay, so, but here's the thing. If you do the intermediate fasting... But you have lemon juice in your water first thing. Is that the, you know, but can you like then just eat after having, can you have the lemon juice with, oh, you know, just lemon juice? Is that what's, you know, bringing the weight, you know, you tell me, okay? Is it lemon juice and breathing heavy? You know, what is it? Am I crying all the weight out of me? You, you tell me, okay? Leave it in the comment section below, especially YouTubers. Leave it in the comment section below. What's, you know, bringing all the weight off? It'll be interesting to read those. Maybe I'll do like another like funny spoof video later on on, you know, just those comments. Um, but, uh, you know, really for a lot of, you know, a lot of it is just me not caring what um, has brought it off as much as me being able to see it. I haven't really been able to see it. Um, as I said, every time I look down, I see the same cut. I see the same definition. I see the same little bit of a gut there. You know, it kind of folds over. I mean, thankfully, I can actually look down and see, you know, D-Rock if he's, you know, standing up or whatever. Um, I know there are men out there who have that issue where they cannot look down there and, you know, see that. I think that would be the point. And maybe that would, you know, but I was always able to do that, you know, standing up great. Um, that being said, though, yeah, you know, it's nice to take some weight off. They take some off, you know. Yeah, you, you probably need to do some crunches here, do some, you know, yogas there, whatever. Uh, a few hundred, dozen more of those qigong moves, you know, would be great for you. Um... There's all types of things, you know, even just, you know, the posture, how, how I'm sitting now, um, you know, if I could correct that, even just on the daily basis. I know it's a lot easy, you know, especially because I have a table here, I can just, oh, yeah, but just being able to, you know, little things, you know, what can I do to correct these, you know, little bits and pieces, twerk here, tweak there, you know, if I wanted to have that, 
you know, but that's the thing. It's like I have to have it here first. I have to have it in the mind. Um, you have to have that image of yourself really in the mind before you can have it anywhere else. You have to manifest that. Um, there's a, you know, a lot of really cool videos and things on manifesting, you know, whatever, especially manifesting stuff with your body. Um, a little shout out to my girl, Heather Hoffman. She actually has a really cool one on like manifesting your body image or something. You know, I believe that's how it all goes. She has a bunch of really cool ones. Just go check her out. But, um... You know, there's a lot of things on how you can, you know, oh, if you want to have this great body, you can just think it, you know. Um, and it's a lot more than just thinking. You have to actually, you know, do things and, you know, prepare. And everyone will tell you that. Um, but you have to actually see that, you know, within yourself. And there has to be something where you can actually look and see, okay, you know, well, this is where I'm at. This is where I'm going, you know. Um, it's a lot of what I've talked about really with this. You know, here's my starting point. Here's where I'm at. You know, who's the target of, you know, where I want to go, my goal, you know, and then just putting the feet in front of each other and going, you know, and moving, you know, keep moving forward. Um, I, I, I kind of saw something really interesting that, you know, it's kind of played into this image here because, you know, for the longest, I haven't really been able to see much good with, you know, me, with my life, with myself, with, you know, body and all that, um, the external. Uh, it's weird because, you know, I'm pretty sure that I'm a, you know, reasonably good looking person. Um, but I don't know if it's, don't be conceited about yourself or, but I'm not going to be like, oh yeah, I'm the sexiest thing ever. That being said, I have always, and, and actually, I'll, I'll, I'll put it like this. This is even better. Wait, wait. I'm going to tell you guys a little story. This is a story of the little boy who did not know how to take a compliment. There once was a little boy who did not know how to take a compliment. Every day, he would walk out of his house, and people would give him a compliment. They'd give him a great compliment. A wonderful compliment. It'd be the best compliment in the world. They would tell him he had a beautiful soul. But he didn't know how to take that. He wasn't sure. He couldn't see it in himself. He maybe had someone else tell him differently. He just didn't know how to answer what they would say. So each time a person would come up and they would say, you have a beautiful soul. He would get scared. He get frightened. He get confused. He might answer something a little crash, you know, like uh, shake, walk away, or bop them on their nose. He might even tell them, "Quote, you're the first person to tell me that today," with a smile, wanting to tell them how great it, you know, made them made him feel that someone actually noticed his soul that day. But he would never be able to make those words come out right because he didn't know how to actually accept it in himself. Do you want to know what happened to that little boy? He grew up and started making YouTube videos. Yeah, so um, I've never been able to take that compliment. Um, 
Yeah, I witnessed an assault. I've never been able to take that compliment. Like, never. Like, I can remember, you know, being 10, you know, 8 even, 6, whatever, at Wendy's. And I come up to the thing. I'm like, hi, can I have my hamburger with no cheese? And they're like, you have really beautiful eyes. And I'm like, can you just make the hamburger with no cheese? Like, please. This is the fourth time I've asked you. Really? You have really beautiful eyes. I just want my hamburger with no cheese. <laughs> Shout out to Wendy's. But I, I, I love that. Um, I, I, you know, it's Wendy's, women at church, school teachers, bosses. Yeah, didn't you, I, I didn't know how to answer you. Sorry. Um, I, I instantly froze, became a 10-year-old. Uh, you're the first person to say that today. And I don't really know what else to say other than, uh, you know, I'm sure a simple thank you, you know, works. But it's like, uh, how do you say thank you? You know, other than just kind of generically. It's like, uh, and especially for something that to me looks like mud. Uh, thank you. I don't know. It's just one of those things. Like, it was a quirk. You know, you just can't really see the beauty in yourself. Yeah, it's, you know. And, and I mean, that's something that we all need to learn here. You know, we all need to be able to turn around into that proverbial, how you doing, mirror? Turn around into that mirror and be like, hey, listen, learn to see the beauty in yourself. Learn to see that you are actually a beautiful person. Learn to see that you are actually a good person, a kind person. Learn to see that you got this. Learn to see that you're good. You, you know, you know what you're doing. You're, you're good at this. You got this. Learn to see that beauty in yourself. Maybe that's the whole point. You know, is that we all need to learn that little part there. Um, you know, because it is terribly hard. You know, there are so many things that are going to tell you opposite of that. You know, you're brought up with everything. You know. You're religiously thought to not be vain and not, you know, bolsterous and not, you know, which is fine. You know, don't don't be, you know, where you think you are God's gift to life and, you know, you walk around thinking that you're everything. I get that much. You know, don't put yourself too high. But instead, we put ourselves low. Um, you know, we're, we're, we're taught to be meek and we're taught to we say we put ourselves low. And, you know, maybe for some of us, we've had, you know, a family member, you know, be it a parent, sibling, whoever, that, you know, maybe they've had some sort of, you know, self-esteem issue or, you know, some sort of issue, whatever, um, where they feel it necessary to put you down, you know. And, and, you know, as I say that, there's actually, you know, two sides of the coin there. One is... You know, the family member may be trying to keep you humble. I got an air quote that even as I say it, but, you know, you might have a singing voice. And instead of them saying, you know what, you're the best singer ever and just encouraging you to go, you're like, eh, you're a little splat on that note there. Nah, maybe we should practice that again. You kind of flub that word. Nah, you know, you need a little more off, you know. They want to keep you humble, and that kind of knocks you down a little bit because you lose that confidence in yourself, you know. There's no initial, that was good, 
you know, I think if we started our criticisms with a, that was good, maybe people would be more receptive of them, they might take them more constructively, they might learn more from them, versus, let's criticize, it was good, but let's criticize, you know, instead switch the, you know, switch the idea up. That was good. Here's how we can do it better, but that was good. Let's go, you know? Bring it out. Bring it out to people. So maybe, you know, you had that, you know, criticism type person, but maybe you also had, you know, a person that, you know, or a protection type person, say with the first type, you know, um, especially for a lot of us, you know, a lot of us black males here. Um, you know, we, we maybe had parents that would say things for our protection. Hey, you know, maybe you shouldn't, you know, say that, do that, you know, whatever, because you're a black male in America and apparently people want to kill us. Um, but, so yeah. Uh, but uh, you maybe also had, you know, with that said, you maybe also had a person in your life that, you know, maybe said these things to put you down. They maybe said these things to get under your skin. They said these things because they wanted to, you know, lift themselves up above you, you know, make themselves seem better than you, whatever reason. Um, so, you know, it's very easy. Okay, you know, I'll go back to the singer idea. Maybe you're this great singer, but you have someone who tells you you're a horrible singer. To, oh, that didn't sound good. Ah, I don't like that song. Ah, why do you get to sing it? Ah. You know, well, that's really going to kill your confidence. You know, if if that note was a little flat, kind of, you know, flubs you, how does the whole thing sound bad going to make you feel? Okay, now put that in any other part of your life, you know. Maybe you're an athlete, but they're telling you that you suck as an athlete. Maybe you're just a human. Maybe you're just a black male. They're telling you that you suck at being a black male. You know. Or just tell you you're not black. ISIS. Um, so maybe you have, you know, whatever sort of person tell you something bad. And, you know, these things get into you and they get inside of you. And they start to eat away. You know, I know for myself personally, you know, I heard a lot of, you know, you're not good enough type of, you know, things throughout my lifetime. And a lot of criticisms and, you know... A lot of bad advice and whatever, um, and it uh, there was a bit of you know you're ugly, um, and you know also I think hearing that with my divorce especially, uh, they, they say sticks and stones are the only thing that break your bones, but words can actually hurt you. Um, so you know. If you're someone, if you've gone through, you know, divorce is basically death, but the person's still alive. They just die in your mind. Um, and, you know, a lot of times words are said. Not all those words are great. And, you know, if you're a sensitive person and somebody's, you know, writing on the mirror and lipstick, you're ugly. That's going to kind of leave a mark. Why do I even bother looking at you things after that? Wow. Yeah, well, like, you're ugly. Wasn't this mirror, by the way. Um, but, uh, yeah, that's, that's kind of a stingful, you know, thing there. 
So if you see something like that, you know, if somebody tells you you're ugly, somebody tells you you have a bad singing voice, like, I don't know why I keep going to the singing voice thing. Nobody's really ever told me that. Um, I actually have been like, oh, you sound great. But, you know, if somebody did, you know, that's going to, you know, knock your confidence. You know, it's self-confidence, but that self-confidence is built through a lot of things. It's built through how you see yourself. It's built through what others project onto you so that you can see yourself in it. You know, self-confidence is built through, through, through two things. It's built through your eyes and your mirrors. You know, hey, hi, eyes. What do you see here? Well, my eyes see that the hair is thinning. My eyes see, all right, the eyebrows are never going to be combed. My eyes see some extra hair along the face. My eyes see a couple grays in that chin. You know, my eyes still see a great smile. Uh, you know, nice cheekbone, nice structure, not a lot of, you know, no real distinguished wrinkles. Um, yeah, this is an image that I guess I could have thought my eyes would have saw of myself at 42. You know, um, maybe a little less hair, actually, you know, on the head. Uh, maybe kind of done in some sort of way instead of, you know, randomly cut here or there every other month. Um, maybe some sort of pattern with the face, you know, maybe not, who knows. But yeah, this is 42. And the image that I had of myself at 42, I didn't really know if I'd have, you know. Um, it's kind of hard to see yourself and look in the mirror and realize, wow, you are actually an adult, you know. You've you know, live past that point that you looked up and saw what adults were. Because this was kind of, you know, that midlife adult was kind of, you know, where I saw people as adults, I remember as a kid, you know. It was all the people basically older than my mom, you know, her brothers, sisters, all that. She was the youngest of 10. Um, so I knew my mother really, you know, and her, like, I'd say like late 20s through her 30s, you know, to 40. Um, you know, the version of my mom, I'd say, you know, between 25 and 35, definitely different from the version of my mom after 35. Um, mom after 35 was more of an adult, you know, she had to be. Um, but, you know, especially, you know, so yeah, all the people 35 and up, 40 and up, those are the people that I always kind of thought of as being adults. And now seeing myself in this group here, you know, it's a bit weird. Um, see myself in the, you know, adult equation. And it, I never really knew what to expect of adult me. Um... Yeah, just looking back on, I have some pictures, you know, here on the wall, and it's me at various stages of life, and you know, along with other family and friends and all that. And I can't really look at any of these and say, hey, you know, this is adult me, you know. Yeah, okay, this is, you know, maybe there's one where I'm uh, at Paisley last year. There's another one with my grandmother. Okay, you know, maybe those are kind of adult-ish. You know, like, okay, you know, I can obviously see signs that I've grown up, you know, from looking at the kid photos. 
uh, you know, as far as the differences. Uh, but at the same time, yeah, I, I just didn't really... The adulthood kind of sneaks up on you a little bit. And the image of what you have kind of sneaks up on you a little bit. So, you know, my, my image has always kind of been, all right, I guess I, you know, look a lot. And people tell me all the time, you know, I can't remember what the guy at the place today told me. You know, he was thinking mid-20s, and I'm like, thank you, dude. Um, people tell me all the time I look a lot younger than I do. It's, it's kind of weird to say. But I think a lot of that is just I feel, you know, that I haven't really looked my age or felt my age for, you know, that number of years. Um, but even with that said, you know, more even some of those adult years, you know, even later on or whatever, um, I, I looked a little bit older or younger maybe with some hair dye, give or take, but I really felt older being the bigger person um, you know I look through some of these pictures here and it's the ones where it's like okay I can see here. you know there's one of myself and my friend Gail um, and I, I look like I'm twice her size you know just because I am wider twice her size um, there's one of my grandmother and I and you know again it's like it's the angle, but I look like I'm a little wider, twice her size. A little taller also than both of these folks, but definitely more on the wider side there. And um, that, that was kind of the scary. So for me, um, I never really noticed weight coming off. It started coming off really in 16. And again, I didn't, I didn't notice it. Um, I came back to work, and I actually went to work when it was crazy overnight shifts. And I remember one of my coworkers, um, she, every day she was like, have you lost weight? What's going on? Have you lost weight? I'm like, no, no, no. Is it Fridays? You know, I, I, that was like a bad month also because it was like, you're supposed to be working this overnight shift for a week. And then on Friday each week, it would turn into another week. And I was like, oh, really? So, oh, yeah. No, I swear I have not lost weight though, you know. I'm just walking dogs and, you know, that's probably it also. Yeah, so, you know, they walk dog around and walking dog, drinking water, it's hot outside, I don't eat much, I'm crying, yeah, I'm great. Mm -hmm. Sure, I've not lost a bit of weight though. I, I, you know, I, I didn't see it. Um, but the 150 or 145 plus, um, it started dropping down to like 125, you know, oh, excuse me. 225, the 245 plus, excuse me. <laughs> oh, I wish that was 125 plus or 150, yeah. <laughs> wish that was 150. Yeah, the 250 um, or 245 plus, that dropped down to like 225. Nah, I wasn't doing anything. Didn't change a thing other than drinking water. And that was about 16, going in 17, you know, and eh, okay, great. I mean, you know, medically, whatever, I'm stressed and. Okay, I need to start working on me, though. Um, and, yeah, that started kind of fading away also. Um, to the point of, I actually shared a photo. Shared in the Instagram stories yesterday. It'll probably be gone. So maybe I'll share this Facebook post tonight or something. But um, shared a photo in the stories from a trip to Publix that I took yesterday. 
and you know, as you know, the scales in Publix are so accurate. They even tell you on the scale that it's a half inch <laughs> or a half pound off. Mm. So, um, yeah, I, I, you know, I got on the scale here, and I think I got on like maybe a month or so before. You know, just randomly. I still had everything in pockets that day. I didn't see my jeans or whatever. Um, and it was like a 2-something. Two 2-0-something. Like 207, 206. Didn't know anything any of it. You know, I was like, oh, I like 206. Not, no, what, 207, I'll say. Whatever, it's been hanging out there. I'm not going to worry about it. You know. Went yesterday. And I stepped on. Um, same shoes, wearing shorts, um, just to like make sure I did take the wallet and phone out of my pocket because I was like, wait a second, is that even right? And sure enough, it was a uh, half pound, you know, off, right at 200. Um, and that actually has me kind of thinking, all right, you know, let's take a day, go see your actual doctor or whatever, you know, and they make you strip down in your room. And, do it, you know, old school style there on their real scales. Um, but it kind of made me think, you know, that I need to, you know, check into this here just because, uh, like I say, it's me just doing me, you know. Hey, gold chigong, a little water, you know, a little this, a little that. Um, but that was like really the first time, you know, and I had to like stop and I said, take the picture so I actually could remember. It's like the first time I can remember. Uh, flirting with that number in a while, <laughs> you know. Um, there's a you know something like in the uh, other bit of the podcast there, which you, you listen to the podcast, YouTubers. But um, I'm having a conversation with Madeline actually. She's with, she was with me at Publix, and I was having a conversation with her about. Um, you know, body image and, you know, how we see ourselves and everything. And it was weird because I had a belt here. Probably take it off and show you guys. The easiest way to do this. Um, This is my uh, trusty, sturdy belt. Yippee-yo, Kaye. For you folks here in YouTube land, you can see it says size 40. Genuine leather. This is the fun part. So up here are the notches. And this little center notch here, um, actually this, yeah, this little center notch here is about where we were on this belt. Um, You know, really in mine. I think I had actually tried out, you know, this guy here a couple times before the, you know, second to the end. I didn't really get to the first to the end. and I put a lot of wear right here because this is really where I started it at. You know, this uh, second to the other end here uh, is where I started it at. Then I went over here, you know, to the middle one. Stayed here forever. You can see a lot of wear there. And I've come back over to this end spot over here, you know, on the other end, where um, I actually need to, you know, I was saying I need to go and go find a friend or a shoe carnival or something, shout out to shoe carnival. They have the uh, little um, belt hole punchers up there. 
need to go and, you know, hey, can you punch a hole, like, way down here? A couple holes, maybe a couple more. Something to buy a belt, but I probably should just go buy a belt. Yeah, you know, one that actually fits. Just to see what my actual size is, because I'm a little curious right now. Like, because I've been wearing it like this for a few months, and I've just kind of, like, just gone to this belt here, especially nowadays, just so that I don't have to deal with much of belts. But, um... Yeah, it's just been kind of interesting like to see this, you know, weight come off. Um, I'm not going to stand up because these shorts will fall right off and you guys will be seeing mosquitoes and, you know, we're not allowing that. But, um, yeah, it's it's been kind of an interesting ride here because this has not been planned. None of this with my body has been planned. And it's weird to get used to this new shell of me. Um... You know, and I think that a lot of it really is learning to accept me, learning to love me, um, you know, as I am whole, as the person, you know, looking to get past any sorts of things where, you know, somebody else may have said something differently. Oh, you're ugly. Oh, you, you know, you're big. All your family members are big. All your friends are big. You know, here, have another piece of chicken because it's the South and everybody's big here. You know, you're not big unless you're big. You know, you got to be big, boy. Yeah, so, um, you know, and, and weights of protection thing also. You know, that's one, you know, big thing that I did not touch on, but, you know, I probably should here. A lot of people, a lot of people, you know, when you have some sort of trauma, some sort of abuse, you know, when you have some sort of, you know, a sexual thing especially, you know what? Eat it away. Or even store it away. You know. Um, just, you know, you've had something, you know, you've seen somebody shot, you know, you lost someone, whatever, you just pack it away, you stop moving. Yeah, it's really a lot of it. You stop moving, stop taking care of yourself. It's bad. Um, and I don't want to become that. You know, I, I want to be able to take care of myself. Um, I like to be able to do so better, obviously, you know, but I, you know, I, I want to be able to improve and grow, um, become a better person. So, you know, hopefully I'm on a good track here. Hopefully this has been a good pathway that I'm on as far as, you know, the water and, you know, some of the diet stuff and the Qigong. Um, I guess we'll find out in insert amount of time here whenever I'm dead. You know, if it did work out, you know, you know if it's like, you know, if I, if I die at 95 and I'm like, oh, yeah, you know, it was just old age that killed him or that school bus, you know, then I guess, yeah, the water and Qigong worked out for me then, you know, so that's what we're going to kind of shoot for. Um, <laughs> 95, old age and a school bus. That's what we're shooting for, buddy. Uh yeah, so yeah, just, you know, we'll see how that works. You know, we'll come back to this video, I guess, in 42 now to a few, few years, um, you know, and see. But yeah, the, the kind of interesting thing, going back to the belt here, and, and I said this to Madeline at the time, this is what kind of sparked a lot of this, is as we look at the third, you know, pull, look at the third notch, the middle one, I thought I was going to go more this way. I thought I'd be bigger. I thought I'd outgrow this belt. 
I thought I'd outgrow a lot of things. Instead, it seems to be going the other way. Instead, it's like, hey, I'm shrinking. Hey, maybe I should, you know, think about buying some clothes that are actually, you know, going to fit me. Maybe instead of buying a prince costume a size too big, maybe I should actually buy it my size. Though, let's be honest, that costume's probably two sizes too big by now. Well, I'll say a size too big. I didn't know. It was off the internet. Either way, I should probably measure myself and, you know, get one my size. You know, maybe I should get shorts my size, pants my size, you know. I mean, we, we take the time to try on our shoes and walk around for 30 seconds before wearing them. You know, shouldn't we do this for the rest of our clothes? Maybe stop buying, you know, shirts that are double the sizes. So I'm going to, like, wear two and three shirts together, you know, so kind of hide, you know. And yeah, you know, like I said, you know, it's very easy to hide things. So maybe, you know, maybe it's time to stop hiding. Um, and actually see who we are. See, you know, the beauty is inside of us. Beauty on the outside of us, too. You know, it's a difficult thing. I mean, I go back to that kid every time. You have beautiful eyes. Thanks, you're the first person to say that today. And it's like, ah. I can whip myself over the head every time, but Derek, did you really have to say today? Derek, that was your boss. Did you really have to say today? <laughs> you know, like, it's just trying to be like, mm, yeah, you're the first person to say that today. Uh, you have nice teeth. Uh, I don't know what to say next. Uh, <sighs> it's because I, you know, you catch yourself sometimes in that moment where you're not really sure of yourself, you're not really in love with yourself, and you're just like, ah. My apologies. Um, and it happens to a lot of us. And that's the thing that we need to break is, you know, that not really having that love for ourselves, that believing the doubt others have put into us. And instead, you know, knowing and being able to, you know, say, hey, I'm actually a good person here. And I actually look like a good person. I actually look good for being a person. Um, that's the thing is being able to have that sort of self-love and self-guidance there. It's really tough and it's really important, but I hope that we can all achieve that. Uh, this has been Derek with Shamanic Innovations. I want to thank you all for joining. Um, if you are not yet subscribed to the YouTube channel, subscribe to the YouTube channel. If you're not sub yet subscribed to the podcast, subscribe to the podcast. Podcast! Yeah, podcast runs on Anchor, Spotify, Apple Music, Google Play, Breaker, Beaker, something like that. You know, all those podcast spots. Um, YouTube runs, of course, on YouTube. This will go to, you know, all the other outlets at some point here. And, yeah, uh, a couple other announcement things here. Um, I'm going to have some Patreon stuff up shortly for everyone. Hopefully soon, you know, some extra little goodies there. There will be some uh, extra content, you know, going on, you know, for everybody to check out. Once we get some Patreon, you know, subscribers, we can start getting that kind of moving there. Um, I also am going to be giving some services out, you know, as far as help with, you know, some social media, website, just, you know, life stuff in general. Um, starting to work with people, you know, getting that sort of stuff there. Um, if you are one of those people, give me a call, please. You know, or if you're somebody who needs extra help, give me a call, please. But you know, especially if you're one of the people who I work with now, 
you know, love hearing from everyone. Um, and yeah, we're going to be uh, just kind of looking at, you know, doing some changes here in this next month as we get into July, going through the summer, and hopefully getting things on the move. So um, thank you all for joining, either through the visual or audio means, and I hope this finds you in a great place today. Um, last thing and I totally didn't think about this when I sat down to uh, talk but pull some new cards here I know and affirm that my body is a friendly place to live I have respect for my body and I treat it well I affirm positive things about my body and tell out I love it often because we don't really tell ourselves how much we love ourselves we don't really you know, go into that mirror and all to ourselves and you know, notice the things that are going well, going good. You know, we don't really take the time to love ourselves. Um, for a lot of us, it is, you know, how much can we hurt ourselves on a daily basis instead of knowing that, you know, maybe there's something good coming out of it. So take a few moments, you know, tell yourself, find that mirror. Hey, you know what? You're a good looking person. You're a great person. You're a wonderful body. I love you. You're beautiful. You're excellent. You're strong. You're healthy. You got this. And we're going to see you again soon. You guys take care. Peace out. Don't let the rocks hit you.